There's a 30 second delay, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to YouTube because we're live <laughs> and it shows we're live. We are live. Okay. Uh, I need the link so that somebody can paste it. I got it. Okay. 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 Oops. Can you just send it to me on the chat? I'm, I'm just going to mute my. I'm on a different computer. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I'm sending it to you. Okay. All right. So today yep. we have. Um, we're going to be talking about the FSD beta, obviously, because we have someone here who actually has it. Yeah. Uh, and then we have someone here who begs for it daily on Twitter. <laughs> I can I can I can just roll on the floor if you want to. I can just do that. We don't know who's who. We're not going to point out exactly who's who, but <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on, Anthony. <laughs> All right. All right. I think we are good. And at okay. any point in time, when you had enough for like my questions, feel free to just be like, "Yeah, okay, that's enough." Okay. Today the four of us watching anyways. Nobody else. <laughs> but oh, okay, there, there's Mark. Mark's coming. What's up, Mark? Okay, we are live. All right, welcome to the third episode of the Bite of White channel. Um, I'm joined by my Australian buddy Tesla and the Gong Nash. Hi guys. Thank you hey. very much for doing this. We really, really appreciate this. Really. Yep. Um, and we're joined by two special guests on the episode today. Um, we have Kristen. Hey. And we have an FSD beta campaign manager all the way from Toronto, Canada. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> Mother Frunkers in the house. All right. We're going to start the episode just after this. All right. All right. Today is round two of a very, very hot topic, full self-driving beta. Um, and uh, we are pleased to be joined by Kristen, who actually has the latest and greatest version of this software in her vehicle. Uh, thank you so much, K10, for joining us. Really, really yeah. appreciate it. Um, and we have the one person on the planet who wants it most outside. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> All right. So the way the podcast is uh, structured today, uh, we're going to introduce our vehicles, uh, vehicles we drive, and we're just going to go case by case by case, and we're going to talk. We're going to try to tackle 29 different unique cases in the next 40 minutes. All right. I apologize to the viewers. Uh, we... This technical stuff we were just taking care of, um, but let's do this. I'm just gonna share my screen here. All right, can everybody see this? Yep, all good. Awesome. Oops, I think I think it just. Uh, Okay, there you go. So good. Yeah. Oops. Okay. Here we go. So, Kristen, can you just uh, give us a brief intro to your vehicle and... Uh, how you like driving it? Yeah, um, so my car is, as you can see, I mean, it's a black and white image, but it's actually a black Model 3, um, long range rear wheel drive, which, I mean, you can't get those anymore. It's got great, mm. I mean, the mm. mileage on it is great then. But, um, uh, so yeah, I got it back in like April, 2019, is that right? Yeah, 2019, um, I almost got ready with a white interior. And I love it. It's it's amazing. I mean, I never had to visit a gas station again. <laughs> but there's so awesome. much other things I love about it, obviously. So. <laughs> awesome. I like. I really like the inspiration for the name. I mean, yeah. I would yeah. do it. 
yeah, really you, good name. Thank you. When you look at the Model Three, they actually look kind of like the um the, the from the movie <laughs> to train your dragon toothless. The character, his eyes and his mouth, it it actually looks very similar. So. Oh yeah! Now that you mentioned, kind of, yeah, it's true. It does look kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like awesome. a leopard gecko. They kind of have a similar face, but yeah. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Let's move on, Mr. Mother Frunker. Uh, so this is the long range rear wheel drive, uh, May of twenty eighteen. I want to say. Uh, so my VIN is extremely low. Uh, it is called Mother Frunker because I have a really good sense of humor. Um, <laughs> and we'll keep the <laughs> we'll keep this PG. So yeah, that's that's all I gotta say about this. Absolutely. How many uh, how many kilometers have you driven so far? Uh, uh sixty thousand. I haven't really okay. driven in the last I don't know, six, seven months too much. So Right. Right. Yeah. Then, uh, cool. So you're not, I mean, so you're not yet at the, the, uh, the warranty laps. Not yet. not yet. I have a few things I want them to look at too. So kind of like bulking yeah. it all up and <laughs> nice. <laughs> one final check through before I pass the threshold rate. So yeah, uh, I was, my original plan was to go out to California this past summer uh, on a road trip, obviously, um, mm -hmm. which didn't happen. So I would have been over my kilometers this past summer, but Obviously, yeah, I'm still under. So <laughs> nice, nice. All right, cool. We have Nash in the house. Yeah, nice. and uh, Nash, can you give us a brief intro into uh, all that's, vehicles? Um, yeah, his and hers, uh, Superman and Wonder Woman, the best comic pair ever. Uh, and uh, the Model Three is called Tesla Gong One. Uh, that is uh, a car which I don't drive. It's it's exclusively for renting out, so that people try before they buy a Model 3. Um, that is right now in Canberra, but uh, two, two hours drive from here. So, so these are my cars. Awesome, awesome. And um, this is yours truly, uh, my 2020 Model Y. I went from a 2019 uh, Model 3 SR Plus and traded it in for the Model Y because I just couldn't resist. And it just made sense for our family. Um, we were just finding the Model 3 just a little too cramped for for what we had to use. Um, the name is, uh, as the Japanese would call it, Denames from the the Gundam anime. Um, the reason is um, a Gundam is basically a suit of armor that you wear, and you have a pilot that operates that suit of armor. And this particular Gundam has a little AI machine called Haro that basically protects the operator from all uh, external attack. So it just felt that the car plus autopilot, kind of me and autopilot were doing the same thing. I don't know, it's just my imagination, but I, I stuck with the name. Um, so yeah, it's a long range dual motor all wheel drive. I've driven about 10,300 kilometers on it in about three months of ownership. And I love it and uh, zero regrets trading in the Model 3 to the Model Y. What a vehicle, anyway. That, we, are, we are really hoping that that car comes to our shows very soon. We don't have a Model Y. In fact, we don't even have a uh, Model Y um, reservation or order page open yet. So um, it looks like they're waiting for Q4. Uh, Q4 from from uh, rumors from the Grey Points is fantastic for Australia. We have uh, a lot of Model 3s, the new Model 3s coming up. Um, and I have one in order as well, uh, not for myself, but for the company, but I'm hoping that the company lets me drive it. Um, fingers crossed on that one. Um, <laughs> but, but, but then we, we yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll just strong arm them into it. I'm, something. I'm quitting if you don't let me drive. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're not watching. Uh, I hope they are watching. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well. Yeah, but so, right. so Q4 is going to be fantastic for Australia because of the lots and lots of cars. I was stuck because um, we have some port issues here in Sydney and most of the cars coming to Sydney. Um, so they're all stuck in port, but we, we, we should be... Q3 as well, we gave a good push uh, with Q3. We had a lot of deliveries in Q3. There, there were days when they delivered 100 cars, yeah. which is which is massive for, for Australian standards. Wow. Just, just wow. from Sydney alone, just from one... Um, 
one uh, showroom uh, delivery center in Sydney. So this Q4 is going to be good too. I'm super excited for Tesla Gong too, man. Like when that vehicle comes, we definitely have to do some comparison videos and everybody's going to want to know whether they need to upgrade from their existing Model 3s to the new Model 3s. And Absolutely. I'll do a live. Definitely yeah. I'll do a live. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Cool. It is 4.20 p.m. Mountain Time. So we're going to get on to FSD beta. All right. So, Kristen, you were lucky enough to get the update last night. And uh, that is awesome. And I kept looking on my phone for the next 45 minutes, hoping. <laughs> but um, anyway, so the plan is in the next 30 minutes, we're going to do 29 or 30 use cases. Okay. We're going to try because our first two episodes were way past the amount of time that we were supposed to take. So we're going to try. <laughs> All right. I have to get off as well because we have a Phantom Lane 4 immediately after. And, nice. and I see I see Tesla Australia uh, from Phantom Lane 4 on in the chat. So he's probably going to be, he's probably, be, he's, he's, he's probably here because he wants to keep, you know, track of me. He's like, Nash, get off. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm just so, throwing the chat a little, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So we're going to go one by one and we're going to talk about different things that we've seen from the previous update that came out last week that we were talking to Mark and Glenn about versus what you saw from la your experience, Kristen, obviously through the week, what you saw last night. And, um, <clears throat> and, and some of them, I mean, obviously Twitter has been full of people sharing their, uh, the different changes that have come, but we'd like your perspective on uh, what you think about the aesthetics and on this particular topic. So the UI in particular. Yeah, the UI, what do you think? Going from being the FSD beta tester from the beginning to now, mm -hmm. are the UI changes driver friendly? Are they driverless friendly? <laughs> are they catered towards a full self-driving future? You can look at different things, reorganized, more space on the screen. Is that something that the, the user base is gonna appreciate, not appreciate? What are your thoughts? So the first iteration, which, as we know, this is a beta, so everything is just kind of in testing phase. Nothing's uh, permanent. We don't know if this will say itself. But um, the, the 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 first UI that that they put out, like with the last um, update, software update, I didn't mm -hmm. care for that one per se because the driving steering wheel, the autopilot steering wheel, was much too small, and yeah. it was pretty squished. But um, now it's different, as you see from last night. Uh, it's very yeah. different, actually. And I, I do like this screen. Um, I need a driver and it's a little bit more and just see how intuitive it is. Because, I mean, honestly, right, when you're driving, you don't want to have to read the screen and try to interpret what's going on. But so far, I do like it. I think it's very user-friendly. And it'll probably change again, but I, I do like it so far. So Nice. It's more refined, isn't it? It looks more refined. It, it, it's like it's... It, it's not prime time yet, but it's definitely much better than what it was. And uh, uh, I really love the way they've, they've done this up uh, this, uh, this time around. And, and did, did you, I mean, I'm sure you guys noticed this, that they were mindful that it looks good both on the landscape and portrait orientation, the way they've done the the um, the icon arrangements and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, you're really right. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the, so for the Model X or um, yes, the S, S compared yeah. to the Y and the 3. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. They're, so they're, they're trying to make it uh, uh, screen orientation agnostic, which sort of makes me a little sad because I think the, the S and X refresh may not come very soon. I'm like a little bummed about that. Love to have a you know, landscape orientation on the, um, on the S and X as well, but uh, portrait is fine. Yeah. You, you test drove the, or not test drove, but you're in the Cybertruck. How close is the new UI to that? Yes. Oh, well, it's, go ahead, go ahead. it's getting pretty close. It's not identical, but go ahead. Sorry. No, I think you are right. I think it does look a lot more. I want to pull up the pictures. I don't know if you have them on hand right here in the slide, but um, I do want to pull up the pictures and look at them. I think there's about three good snapshots of the UI from the Cybertruck that are floating around. And um, it does look a lot more like it. It's interesting to think that if they're actually, I mean, this is just speculating, are they playing around with the UI? Or are they just kind of playing around giving us things and they already have a direction they're going? So <laughs> I assume that maybe they're testing it, but maybe maybe there is already a decided path of the, where the UI is going to go in the end. So it, it does look a lot like Cybertruck. More, I mean, more than it did before. So I, I said this whole like, screen. 
Companies are big on A-B testing, right? So it's probably something along those lines is what I'm guessing. Well, that's true. It's just, you know, yeah. is a massive A-B testing group, isn't it? They, they always, I mean, we have gotten so many uh, A-B softwares released even here in Australia. I'm sure you guys have had that as well. So yeah, probably true. Is what this is, how yeah. your map looks right now? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I opened a new tab. Um, sorry, I there's a specific tab that I wanted to share. Um, what, what's your thoughts on the map though on the far right? Like, I kind of like the map. I guess when the car's driving, it's slightly different and eventually the map could be gone altogether, right? But I don't know. I feel like the car takes up too much real estate now. Like the <laughs> graphical interface. So the map right here that we're looking at, the um, Cybertruck one? Well, no, no, no. Sorry. Like the UI that you have currently, not the Cybertruck one. Oh, um, what do I think about the map itself? The far right yeah. the navigation one? Um, I mean, I like it. I, I think people that are riding as passengers actually like it more like they enjoy looking at it as we're driving um i, I, don't, I don't have any strong uh preference for it either way but what did you state your preference was no i'm just saying that the map's too far to the right of the screen now oh oh yeah i mean that could be a problem i mean there's only so much glancing to the far right you want to do before you feel like it's not a, it's a safety <laughs> problem but. Yeah, i don't know yeah. but i guess if, if the car's driving itself eventually you don't even need the map on the screen right so yeah. I mean, Who posted that uh, snippet where they were saying that if you don't have the map up or something, the actual direction indicator comes on the left-hand side of the, the vertical strip? I don't know. Oh. Somebody I, posted I that. It was, it was showing, I think that was Tesla Tina or somebody. Um, it was showing on the, up, like the upper left above the vehicle, above your visualization. Oh, it was okay. just showing you your next move that you're going to take. Because something was obstructing the main map. Huh. Yeah. That sounds about, I mean, that would be very, that sounds about right. Yeah, probably him because he was the one that was focusing videos on the map today, obviously. But, we yeah. have uh, Brandon in the chat. He said the UI is too smashed. They need to move the nav UI to the left-hand side since it's covering most of the map. Uh, interesting. Ah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And yeah, he said that they're, they're testing us, especially in my case while driving. He's in the process of uh, rendering a video, so... Nice. Oh, cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, everybody's that's hot <laughs> stuff right now. Everybody's talking about it and testing it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's a bit about the UI. I'm sure we're going to see lots of things change over time. And hopefully, you know what, even non-FSD folks can also get some part of that UI that the rendering of the car is just gorgeous. Like, I mean, no words describe how that just looks. Okay. So I'm just going to list out all like the first nine different things okay and we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of uh, info on twitter on people posting mm -hmm. different things but i've basically taken all the topics we dealt last week with uh, mark and his vicarious experience in in the model x yeah, um, John. <clears throat> excuse me and basically ask you the same questions Kristen. can you see it clearly okay. are you able to see it's super small. Mind you, everybody watching, I am on my cell phone. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So why don't I no, just... We'll read, uh, we'll read it to you. We'll read it to you. Okay. Okay, so, read it to me. That would be better. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So basically, we started off talking about residential areas. You know, you get out of your place and you turn on autopilot. You know, you go from a residential area, you go to downtown, then you go, to, you visit an older part of downtown where the signs are not up to standard and stuff. Um, and while you're getting there, you encounter different roundabouts. You may encounter hilly terrain as like cities on the West Coast. I've seen Seattle, I've seen Portland have all sorts of gradients. Um, and basically, uh, you have bikers and pedestrians going alongside you, not in lane, out of lane. You have cars parked on the side of the road. Just to summarize all the first nine points into a single massive question, let's assume you're going to go from home and you're going to downtown and you encounter all these scenarios, right? Um, how, what have you observed about your, let's start with your initial first data that you received. And let's let's talk about the one last night. I guess we obviously don't know how much driving you've managed to do all these use cases from last night's update. But in the weeks you've spent with the, the most recent one, I think it was the 40 dot something update that you've got. Hmm. What's the story? 
So you want to you want to you want to know how well I see it going from home to this scenario like yeah, how much time I had to engage in such yeah, um, subjective yeah absolutely so so I mean it's hard to know on the engineer side what they're testing and what's going on with the software per se and what they've written in and little um, bug fixes overnight we do receive those besides mm -hmm. the major software updates but um, I've had to disengage at times where the software acts a little funky um, so let's say Getting out of my residential street and driving on out, it has been phenomenal in the small oh, wow. areas. Okay. I've never That's had awesome. a problem in a small neighborhood so far. Um, mm. And heading to a major intersection, it usually does really well there. Um, not a major intersection, just a just a regular two-lane uh, intersection for everybody coming, like, like you know, mm -hmm. all directions. Um, the stoplights are usually normal. Um, bigger intersections ones that are really weird where maybe your turn is not at a 90 degree angle it could be mm -hmm. like like 100 120 or it could be like a 45 degree angle back those sometimes it, it the wheel has to it goes a little bit slower um as far as driving by bikers the car itself i have never seen it not perform right it has always been um hyper vigilant and it's activity like moving away from the biker or slowing down um okay in a right space so i haven't seen any problem with that um i've gone through some construction zones it did really well in most of the mm -hmm. construction zones at one point and i think you'll see on kim paquette's fsd yep. video she put out today that it paused behind a service truck and then yes. I, i'm assuming it looked to go and it went around it i did have wow. one incident where it paused at a construction site and it wanted to go around the construction site, which it shouldn't have done because it was going to go over a double yellow line. So, I mean, that I think that's probably been repaired by now. But mind you, like they do give us this software, and it is—it's kind of step. It's—it doesn't have everything that everybody else's software has. So, like my my car, my car has a different programming than what other cars do. So you guys have like your voice commands are probably more advanced than ours right now because we're going back to driving with. The visualization not as much as the voice sure. command so okay it, i see there's okay. there's patches that are already we know that they'll put right back in that'll fix some of this but there's little um marginal niches that they're trying to fix that they give us right. so yeah but they so probably far, disabled a few packets isn't it yeah oh yeah yeah there's things that we probably aren't yeah for sure that, that we're not you know that we don't we don't have full v2 anymore because we have mm. a whole different data system going on right now so but it's it's right. been doing really well portland is cra crazy i mean we don't have roundabouts per se as much as they do in europe or um okay. i don't even know australia but i've found a few oh, to intentionally we, we, we have them. we have lots we, we have roundabouts and then we have a little bit of road yeah <laughs> it's yeah. just 90 percent roundabouts it's just oh, roundabouts everywhere so i did try i found i did test some of those um the portland has a lot of one-way directional streets they're quite interesting. Like, so I mean, hmm. I'm not looking for the worst scenario to push the car onto per se, but um, now, now let's say, uh, let, let's say a, a, a driver for uh, of an hour. How many times have you had to take over? And and how many times has it been because of the car behaving badly? And how many times hmm. because you are nervous that the car may behave badly? What is what that is, is, it? is a rough rough percentage? Yeah, like that is hard to say, right? Because. I usually react fast in situations, so I'm I, I tend okay. to want to kinesthetically react okay. by something I've spatially seen. So I have disengaged it where it probably would have been fine at times, but that's just mm. a precaution on my part. Um, how many times? Um, it depends on what I'm driving. Like if I drive the interstate or highway, I never have to hardly ever disengage it unless I get oh. actually tired of the speed that it's set at and I want to drive faster because I tend to want to drive faster. <laughs> yeah. But in general, I mean, you could drive. I, I think I, when I first got beta FSD, I think literally the next day I took a two hour drive on the interstate and I didn't have to disengage it. Like nice. it just nice. it drove perfectly fine. So, but if I was oh. in the city with sorts of all sorts of weird turns and stuff like that, like I probably would disengage it every for, because I'm cautious 10 minutes. Because yeah, I'm just okay. super hyper vigilant, but that's me. So, and it's yeah. not the beta FSD per se that me, my natural reactions that have been programmed into me driving. So, how how so, often have you been getting updates? Um, have they been weekly, like he's mentioned? When I say he, well, obviously, Elon. all the updates 
that you currently see that are out there, I mean, I think it's like weekly to week and a half. Um, that's those, those are the ones that we get. What you see is what we know we get, but we do know that there's bug fixes as always with any of the FSD that are sent to all of our cars or even the beta FSD testers that are minute. So I think green only has shown a few of those, but um, yeah, that's all I know of. So I don't. I think and you don't. You're not given a change log like, hey, it's going to do better. Roundabout's better now. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, I mean, I haven't. I, no, not that I know of, but I mean, it is doing the roundabouts better. The roundabouts per se, it was doing fine with. The only problem that I had is I was doing a really small neighborhood roundabout. I don't even know if you would call it quite a roundabout. It was like, it's like sticking a roundabout in a normal intersection. It's a little teeny neighborhood uh, intersection. I mean, that, that's exactly what we want to know because we have a fair few of this. My, my estate has got like 30 or 40 roundabouts, exactly the same way that you described. They're small roundabouts. They're not, they're no, no, no taller than uh, a, 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 a height of a brick, uh, to yeah. be honest. But they yeah. are roundabouts, and we we want we want to know how the car would fare there, uh, because that's one of our nemesis. We have loads and loads and loads of roundabouts, and we want to uh, we want the car to fare well. So I'm so that's that's very very heartening to know. Yeah, I like, have a question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Once you're no, done. no, the the small roundabout itself it will go through around the roundabout perfectly fine in timing and space and speed, but um. I was trying to get it to do a basically left-hand turn, but obviously mm. you don't do a left-hand turn. You go around the route and then to the left. That's um, true. And it, I mean, your weight might be roundabout. I mean, what other side of the road? But, um, yeah, it it kept on. It would get to the intersection. It would get to it kind of pause and then kind of yeah. yank the steering wheel like it wanted to go left, and then it would be like no, and then it would try to go around the roundabout, but it. Right. Um, see, and this is also the weird thing. Like, not all roundabouts are actually. The way they lay the concrete or the, or the pavement is not the same either. Sometimes roundabouts have a exactly. slope. Yeah. Sometimes they have a hard curb, and the and the vehicle itself is trying to decide to what parameter it can drive up towards the roundabout, or how far away it needs to be on some of these really teeny roundabouts. So, I tried to ask that to um, ask that of Elon the other other day as well. I asked him what is the tolerance level if you, if there's a parallel car or if there's an obstacle. What's the or if there's a anything a stationary. Yeah object what is the tolerance limit but uh, he didn't answer obviously it's proprietary yeah is there any one area that you notice it's past improvement like any one specific thing you think it does poorly currently one area that it needs more improvement um it's hard to know because i mean it's got like what 10 eyes all it's perceiving per se um Hmm. I have one question. This is regarding yeah. highway driving. And I was just wondering this on the other day when I was using autopilot. Um, does, based on the different color schemes on the screen, is are you able to discern if autopilot is able to detect the actual turn signal that the car in front is activating? Because here's the scenario. So I'm following mm. another vehicle. Okay. I've got a car on this lane. It's trying to get in between me, okay? In between me and the car in the front. So I have enough of a gap that I've set a one car gap between myself and the, the autopilot system, right? So my car's trying to accelerate up and this guy's trying to merge in because he needs to get out of the lane he's in for some reason. But autopilot's right. not braking. It's it's right. trying to accelerate. It's like, it's not even aware that this guy wants to get in. Like it's aware that the car gets in once it starts breaking the line and starts getting in, then it'll break. Mm. But as a yeah. human, you're looking at the guy in front of you. He wants to swerve and merge one lane. So you automatically slow down because the guy is obviously going to try to do that maneuver. So my question was, yes. man, if only autopilot could read that left turn detector itself in addition to the vehicle. It's detecting the vehicle, yeah. but not the signal itself. If it was able to read yeah, yeah. that, like light strobing kind of thing, it yeah. would slow down instantly and act more human. That's a great yeah, question because I think I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add context to this. I think we have uh, we have slowed down, move over, uh, recognize. I think he's trying to get that in, inbuilt into our car so that if there is a um, if there's a breakdown of some description uh, in front, our cars will signal to the cars behind uh, to sort of slow down so that we don't you know injure people who are trying to help uh, people who are who are, who are stuck in traffic or who had some uh, medical issue of some description. Um, mm. that's, so this is this will be very nice. So it's sort of a context to that. Yeah. Well, we know they recognize stoplights, so we know that it can recognize lights. It does run off radar, and it's not lidar per se. Um, I mean, I, I don't I don't know if it is exactly. I mean, I guess I could, should, could perform more tests. I know that on the screen we can see it showing a blinker on the UI, yeah. 
Um, okay. For the, I mean, Mark not, got not up and simplified the. Not all the other. Vehicles. Mark simplified the question. Yes, he I said, "Is it basically it. considerate to other drivers?" Would you say yes or no? Is it considerate of other drivers? I mean, that's like reading human motives. That's so hard. Um, uh, <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, obviously it's going to learn techniques for the way we drive, but I don't know. I don't, that's a hard one. <laughs> there better be like a filter because where I drive, people aren't, aren't considerate. So if you yeah. let everyone in, you'll never go anywhere. Yeah, if you want to see people with me. Yeah. It's so, like so a be, You yeah, don't tell so people that, that, that you're coming be... in, you let them, you just come in. <laughs> Like, I want something more than Mad Max. Exactly. I want Sydney mode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That'll be, right. that'll be interesting when there's a whole fleet on an interstate that is all smart cars that run off, like, stuff like this. Because I imagine we perceive, like, they will communicate at some point with each other. So. That'd make life so much easier, though. It like, would be. The flow mm, of traffic. Yeah. You wouldn't need lights. You would. Your roads wouldn't have to be as wide. Yeah. 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 Well, we already upload what like uh, road programs that tell us like where the where the bottlenecks are and how to like get around them. So I mean, the cars themselves are going to perceive that kind of stuff. I assume at some point. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I've got the next battery of questions that um, we're going to try to address here. Um. So the most important ones among this, we're talking a lot of turns. Okay, mm. we're talking U-turns, um, hairpins, complex ones. Um, we're talking um, also on the highway, we're trying to see uh, merging. I mean, when you're passing a highway where you have a ramp that's trying to merge in and also a ramp mm. that's going out, like an off-ramp. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I know um, yeah, so because let's start with that because that's one video that I've made on my channel where there's it seems to be a weird thing that keeps happening with me. I don't know why. Is every time that the car, if I'm on the rightmost lane and it detects an exit that's branching off from the main highway, it slows mm -hmm. down like six miles an hour. It slows down by six mm -hmm. miles an hour and then accelerates up again. Um, hmm. And it seems to do this on whether I'm, if there's a four lane highway, it, if I'm on the rightmost lane and the, the slowest and the next faster one. It doesn't do it if I'm on the fastest and the middle lane. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I see that consistently and it's annoying. Like, it's just, um, and I'm trying to see if I can figure out what's the exact set of factors and parameters that makes it happen. Is it turn on navigate on autopilot? Is Does it happen if it's just normal autopilot just on? Because it can, it can slow down when you least expect it. And I had one of those gut lurching, uh, slowing downs like just by mm, 10 kilometers an hour like it I could almost call it a phantom break um, yeah. plus a slowdown for an exit ramp kind of thing um, yeah. so what do you see does this does this happen at all in FSD beta so yeah it is it is randomly like a blinking flashing yellow it will start to slow down which is oh my which, god like oh. which is really annoying because it's more like it's like a six lane interstate and all of a sudden there's just a random row that wants to cross the highway. So there's a blinking yellow to let it, to let you know that people randomly dart this this off-road through the interstate, like be cautious. So it did slow down a little bit, I think by by anywhere from like five to ten miles, which was a little bit of a nuisance. But I was in the far right lane too, like you were. Um yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Uh I'd imagine driving in place like LA, like if you, the lanes are so I mean there's so many like lanes and you're often in the all right, and you always have to get ready to fork and then fork again and then fork more. Like that would be seriously annoying. But yeah. I need to test that. I, I don't. I haven't tested it enough, but I imagine right. that would change. But um, yeah, that mm. is annoying, and I don't know why it's doing that. If I don't know what alerts it to want to slow down, like that is a good question. Mm. What is your What is your theory? We have a couple of these. We have a couple of these yellow light scenarios. So we have uh, we have a yellow light warning which says that there is going to be a stoplight ahead. Yes. That is one yellow light. The other Same one is we have, we have multiple lanes and depending on the time of day, there are yellow lights uh, uh, mark, marking which lanes are in use for the ongoing traffic and which lanes are mm. for the, uh, 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 for the traffic on the other side. Sometimes there'll be three lanes with the lights and they are always flashing yellow lights. And this happens very often on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Um, and invariably uh, FSD considers them as, as traffic lights and it's, it tries to slow down or stop. Um, same thing here. I mean, 
Yeah, like at least in Calgary, where, where I'm based out of, same thing. Like we have these preemptive, I call them preemptive signals, where they tell you the status of an upcoming light, whether it's going to be, it's going to change. And it just goes bonkers. It slows down um, yeah. and it's a blinking yellow. So it detects it as a yellow traffic light on the visualization and it just stops. Yeah. And it's, oh my God, it does it for every single one. And another one is also because we have like a, like an over the ground, um, uh, we call it the C train, basically a shuttle system. That's also got these traffic lights on the side um, for those gates to open and close uh, yeah. for the train tracks. And it detects that changing and it also tries to slow down and the rest of the highway is going at 70 miles an hour. Mm, that's um, scary. And the that's, real reason, Mark yeah. shared the mm. real reason why it happens. It's just trying to show off the acceleration to other drivers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, because it can, Everything. right? Like those cars are we could go yeah. from nothing to so fast. That's so fun. I, well, that's... I think one thing we have to <laughs> consider is like this might sound a little bit pretentious, but I think the majority of Tesla drivers are very assertive drivers and they're very spatial like spatially inclined and like human nature and our motives is to often go 10 over the speed limit and actually yeah. find those marginal errors or areas where we can like bypass things like like in not in a bad way that it would harm anybody but that we like the autopilot system safety is not meant to do that it's meant to to keep the safeties in there for the general public and we know that there's a lot of people who just camp in the right lane all their life like and they feel safe there and i think right now tesla autopilot is I mean, for the general public, that is that is what it should be doing. <laughs> I don't well, think yeah. to drive as aggressively and find those little areas that it can, like, cut corners. So, yeah. yeah. I love that they added that whole don't leave the passing lane. Cause oh, yes. That is really where, good. Where I live, we don't use a passing lane. That's just a regular driving lane. So, before <laughs> that, I know it's not supposed to be that way, but it's just <laughs> how it is. So, if before that feature, the car, like, ping pong back and forth. Uh, yeah. Now that they have it enabled, uh, it's great. Like the actual car just stays in the far left lane and it's not ping ponging everywhere. So it's like such a huge improvement. Yeah, I think I, just imagine in the future we might have the option of selecting the type of driver we are, like oh, yeah. race car driver. Yeah. Yeah. You select it, grandma driver. You select it, mom with kids or, or parent oh, kids nice. driver. I, I want a hand solo mode, please. I just click on. Yeah. Or you know, like basically, yeah, like yeah. how are you feeling today? Like how are you feeling today? Yeah. Are you feeling chill? So it, it'll basically put a chill uh, ghost. Yeah. It'll put a chill ghost and evaluate how you're driving against the chill ghost. And, <laughs> Are you feeling tracky? You know what? You know what will be awesome. You know what will be awesome if there's an icon which says uh, you can just tap on it, say two coffees, three coffees, four coffees. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. If you had two coffees, you drive like this. If you had four coffees, you're gonna drive. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be well, awesome. In the chat, they're saying a way of waking up the drivers to slowly is to slow down and then speed up to make uh -huh. sure you're paying attention. Absolutely. They'll call it the roller coaster effect. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, man. The chat's been awesome today. Honestly. Yeah, everybody's actively yeah. participating. The interior awesome. camera detects you're having a drink. That's when it starts speeding up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice if they'd add, like, make the AI a little smart inside the vehicle to mess with yeah. you. <laughs> okay. I mean, the, the, the seat could vibrate. Maybe you could add like a little system where it squirted you with water, like on the side of the face or something. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> this That's is why we don't gone. have a. API yet for this reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Mother Franco would be on it. He'd be on it, trying to squirt water from the side and trying to. Oh, the minute they have an API, that's like I'll start developing apps like full time for the curve. So awesome. nice, 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 nice. Sweet. Okay, um, let's just quickly run through a couple of use cases. So, U-turns and hairpins. Have you had mm -hmm. any of those uh, use cases show up in your drives? I have my car hasn't attempted to do U-turns yet. Like okay, oh, okay, okay. okay. Have you, have you, I was gonna say, have you tried to put in a location and then put in a location in the opposite direction to see what it does? Put in location and then put it in the opposite direction. Oh yeah, I yeah. Saying um no, I should try that though. But I have had um the navigation itself on the screen tell me to actually drive somewhere where I would have to to take a uh, um U-turn. Not this. FC beta, but in the past, so okay, that is interesting. Like, and, and someone else was posting that um, the normal direction that it would take you somewhere 
Um, actually, this was just in the chat that it 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 should have gone a shorter route, but it took it a longer route. And I've I've had I've seen that dude a few times. It's been taking me on longer routes than it. Not sure why, but safety ways. I don't know. It wants you to be in the Tesla longer. Yeah, <laughs> you're not testing beta yeah. long enough. <laughs> Brandon's uh, this one is really good. Student driver, average driver, race driver. Yeah, As, drunk it, driver, it, it, drunk it, it, driver. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got it's got it's got some uh, some some potential benefits as well. So if if I'm going to get, hand over my Model Three to my my daughter, who will probably get, uh, you know, who who will start driving very soon. I want to put her into a student driver mode and she, that she can't exit out of. So she can't, she just can't go out of the, the one. And, and that'll, that'll probably get uh, more points with the, uh, with the RMS and the road, road and maritime services here. So, so that'd yeah. be nice if, if you put them into student mode where they'll be. So we have something called P plater with a, with a, with a red P plater and a green play plater and mm. a, a L first and then P and then we have others coming up. So we can always put them into those particular designated categories where they just can't drive. So, so if you need to have a second uh, certified driver in the in the in the passenger seat to take the car for a particular uh, board color, if if the people that gets gets inside the car just wouldn't wouldn't start at all. They they say call your daddy. I've <laughs> seen. Oh, that would that'd be, be cool. Nice. Yeah, that'll be really yeah, cool. That'd be so yeah, that'd so yeah. I've seen the the OEMs. Have... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no no! Is there actually external markings in the car if it's a student driver? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, they yeah. have they have boards outside. Red P plate, green P plate, yeah, and uh, yellow yellow L plate and stuff like that. So, so if they have that, they don't yeah. even have to have that. The license will define it. So when they get inside, if there is biometric recognition, that's even better. Key card, but then key card even better. So, yeah. so, so key card. That's it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. That will be amazing. So the the parent or the uh, or the um, uh, or the RMS can can program their key card and the phone to yeah. that that license plate. So if it's L L, they just can't take the car without a certified it's... licensed driver on in the in the passenger seat. That'll be amazing. So much safer. So, two things I can think we, of that kind we, of combine this. It's like a Facebook Messenger Kids version. You yeah. and, uh, and all. <laughs> And also, like, a, like, a, um, like, if you see the regular OEMs, actually, a version of this is there in rental cars. It's called teen mode, where mm, basically wow. they 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 don't allow you to go over a certain maximum speed, and uh, the vehicle's basically geofenced, so they know if you mm. if you try to take it out of a particular area and stuff. And this is it's it's very popular now. Let's um, tweet Tom. Let's tweet Tom Elon. Oh yeah. Noah Noah left a really good comment in the chat, by the way. He said, yeah. when you enable FSD, you put your route. And it's going to finish your movie when you get there at your destination. Yeah. So the car will take you along a longer path. So <laughs> your nice. movie ends right when you hit the destination. So like they're oh, that's, together. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Yeah, that's, yeah, that awesome. Is, that is, that's a great way actually to tell children how long they're going to be getting to a destination yeah. in movie yeah. length. Like half a movie. Yeah, are we there? <laughs> yeah, we, we can't. Yeah, we can't. Actually, yet anymore. it should pop up on the screen. Like here's your selection of shows. Of what you're able to watch, so the show ends at the same time of when you arrive. Like this is what you're allowed to watch, so it corresponds. So, so yeah. we just appease the drivers, like it's one big yeah. amusement. <laughs> I've got um, awesome. two questions. I've got two questions for you, Kristen, on what your confidence level is for FSD today with the latest update mm. to be able to navigate this kind of interchange. Okay. One. <laughs> this is called a diverging diamond. There are 112 of these in the US. And mm. you basically have to go on the wrong side of the road to get back onto the right side of the road. Okay. Um, it forces you to, um, uh, let's see if I can get a better photo here. I think these are in Phoenix. These are weird intersections. Uh, you, you haven't seen the weird one yet. We'll show you the one. Oh, next. yeah. So this uh -huh. is one style that I just wanted to alert you off. If you know, like, anywhere next to your place like you have this kind of weird intersection it'd be nice to put the fsd beta through through a test like this and see how it comes out um yeah. the other one is called um uh it's called a melbourne hook turn yeah mm. okay oh, you gotta crazy to go even, even we get it wrong most of the time <laughs> so the melbourne hook turn you have to go to go right you need to go left you need to be on the leftmost lane which is like the outermost lane. It's counterintuitive. And, and and the second and the second row photograph is the one which 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 uh, shows it best. So there's a small little Whoa. space for just that one car to stand. 
right there. Yeah, that that's, the car can go and stand right there and wait for the signal for the right turn to ha- to come through, and then they can turn right. So the cars which are going straight will keep going straight. The car which is trying to turn right will just have to wait there. It's called the Melbourneian hook turn. Um, it's huh. it's an absolutely crazy turn. I, I wonder if the car will get that completely will go bonkers when it sees. This I mean, this kind of shows, right? Like it shows that in order yeah. to go Edge into case. this lane, you need to like go here, wait, and then turn wait. right, which is crazy. Yes. So. Yeah. So, so the so the the car that's wanting to turn, they have the right of way, right? Like the flow of traffic is nor is going vertical. Like, uh, in the, in this case, not. So in this case, the car which is trying to turn right does not have the right of weight. It has to go and wait in that in that little cubicle there. Wait for the right turn. So so this picture shows it perfectly. So the the right turn is still red. Uh, so the car yeah. has to just go and just stop there and wait. The car which is going straight will keep going straight. The guys which are turning left will just keep turning left. But the car which wants to turn mm. right will have to wait for that red turn red signal to change. And uh, it is a it is it's called the hook turn. It is unique to Melbourne. I'm not sure if anybody in any other any other city has it. Uh, it's quite mm. unique to Melbourne. It's it's pretty awesome. And then, it, and then everyone uh, just drives around him. Yeah, yeah the, the, the guys <laughs> who are turning left will keep turning left. The guys who are going straight will just keep going straight. And this this the guy who wants to turn right has to just wait. And and the, and and wow, it's super cool. Yeah, so you, I found myself we, in an intersection. We get it wrong. Day. We yeah. we live here. We we lived here all our lives, and we get it wrong when we go to Melbourne. Uh, we we live south of Sydney. So when you go to Melbourne, we get it wrong sometimes. So. Uh, Noah asks in the chat, does anyone know if the car will be able to understand signs that provide context at intersect, so, intersections, such as rights only at certain times of the day or signals that are specifically for a turning lane? So have you experienced anything where it's like left turn only between five and seven or something? Wow. To this, I... can I also add also, can I? this is the next battery of questions, the last round of questions that we have, compilation, school zones. Where mm-hmm. children are present when the when they're not present, and also during a certain time of a day, uh, like school hours, you know, time sensitive stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because you see different speed limits based on uh, different times of the day or night, and also whether mm-hmm. people are present or not present. Um, so that's an add-on to Noah's question. Noah, thank you for so, the question. So, so to answer Noah's question first, like so far, I've only seen it take the default mode, which is the most safety and precautions, which is the slowest speed. Um, yeah. like it goes in the right. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure at some point it'll be addressed. I haven't seen it read that per se. I mean, I don't drive through less. I and mean, the school zones I go through, it slows down automatically to the safest precaution. But um, and is it ready yet? Um, I I think Elon said possibly more, you know, wider release of it in December. We'll have to see where they're at. There's so many, like you're saying, you're bringing up so many different instances and that hook itself. I found myself in an intersection where, I mean, that's possibly like I was supposed to take a green light and it's already gone to the red light and I'm sitting there with traffic's going around me and I'm, I'm like, you, you try to make a turn, but you can't because the traffic's coming at you. But that's a crazy, the hook is a crazy. Glad right. that's not everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, have you guys driven through school zones yourself with the autopilot you have right now? Have you seen it? Yes. Obey any? Yes. It, it, does does not, it, does not, it does not detect school zone signs here. Oh, he uh, Aaron wants to know, does it show any special tagging for police or emergency vehicles on visualization? Oh, so everyone wants to know if the ambulance and the police car itself are marked different? I mean, uh, I, I... In I addition, sorry, in addition to his question, if they're marked different, second, like, there's a rule in Canada, if you're passing by an emergency vehicle, you have to slow down to 60 kilometers an hour if its lights are on. So, wow. I don't know if there's such a rule in the US, but in Canada, you have to slow down if you're I mean, everybody does the entire like it's like an it's like a, for an ambulance. Everybody just moves out of the way, right? Like same yeah, thing. Yeah. Emergency vehicle, yeah. you slow down as a pack, and then you you speed up again. So I don't know if I, the FSD beta would have done so, similar so far, things. Hmm, I I don't know if I've come across an ambulance that's. I mean, yesterday there was two police cars that were uh, screaming down the road, and just I wasn't on, on beta FSD, but of course I pulled over. I had to at one point. Um, I don't. It'd be good to know. I I think we should we we should postulate that question out there for everybody to answer who's been a beta FSD driver to see if it's done anything like with the ambulances or the police cars. But I imagine that there's I mean, all these scenarios I know that they're working on. They have to have a folder somewhere like partition just for this stuff. But yeah, that, that we have another have important guys, guys, question. Sorry, just one moment. I'm, I'm going to sign out because I will go to the oh. other, other the other podcast. Yep. 
guys thank you very much fantastic uh, meeting you all here and our oh, great questions everybody in the chat as well fantastic chat uh, yeah. i see you guys very soon bye bye nash Have thank you so day. much appreciate it no Take care, you yeah bye bye we had a, an important question from Mark. Uh, K10, can you please tweet out hashtag FSD Beta Canada to help promote the learning of more complex <laughs> use cases? Yeah. Yeah, you guys do need it. Aren't you next? <laughs> hey, I post one every day. I post once every day and I tag Franklin in every single one of them. Like, uh, I um, mean, you guys got Starlink beta first, so you can't complain. Like, <laughs> no, no, we don't actually have it yet. You guys have it first. You don't. No, no, I thought they had some incidents in Canada with like the, like. Oh, oh, that's it. She's out of time. <laughs> she dropped back. All right, we'll wait. We'll wait for her to join back. No, um, we we technically don't have. Um, the go. U.S. got early beta release first. Yeah, and then uh, we we're we were still okay. waiting for approval. No problem. No worries. No worries. Good to have you back. You are right by saying that. I forgot that. It's just like. Yeah, we are still waiting approval. No, so you guys, it. we got it. No, no, we we did, but they, the U.S. received beta before. Oh yeah, we are waiting for approval. You guys got beta, and then it started spreading here. I think we're gonna get more beta access in Canada for Starlink than yeah. the U.S. But yeah, yeah. But I yeah, think the, Native the, Amer the tribe that that had gotten it was confusing to me because I wasn't sure if they were also Canadian and an American tribe, like or maybe right. well, an American. I have a friend who registered. Um, to every single postal code across all of Canada for the Starlink <laughs> beta, so you can see oh, where it's spreading out. Yeah, nice. that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, I still have FSD beta questions though. If you guys okay. uh, both have about ten minutes, um, just wrapping up here. Um, ramp meters. I know they have them in the U.S. I know you have. I, I think I've seen something on Twitter. Somebody posts like you've got based on the the flow on the highway. Um, and how congested it is, they'll basically have those lights, right, on the off-ramps. Have, have you encountered any of those, Kristen, where so you lights, stay? Lights on the off-ramp? Yeah, yeah. So you mean to exit the off-ramp or once I come Yes, to you get onto the off-ramp from a from from <clears throat> from a a normal lane, and yeah, yeah. as you go, you'll see, a, a like, a traffic light show up mm -hmm. about halfway through, like, the, the exit ramp. And it'll, it'll be either green off or or red or something. So, oh, yeah. And then it'll allow you to join the highway after yes, a certain amount of time. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it, it's been a bang those so far. Oh, that's good. Okay. So I guess yeah. that's just like a traffic light situation for the FSD. I mean, it's no yeah, different, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And just, and I know everyone keeps on talking about a left-hand turn, but the first night that I got my um, beta FSD, I took my car out on the city and there was no cars out and I took a left-hand turn on a one-way street from a street that had uh it, it was not a one-way street it was a two-way street and it did it did really well it turned onto the left hand without any problems so oh, okay awesome awesome so um so I guess I just have two more questions from my end one is rain have you seen it the wipers behave better because here it's pretty sketchy like the auto wipers don't work really i'm not going to go and say that they work the best they're the best in the business they're still a work in progress at best and sometimes they don't start the wiping actuation when they're supposed to sometimes they're on when there's no rain um do you see any changes in the rain neural network the deep rain stuff on the fsd beta when you're driving in rainy conditions so the wipers are so much better than they were um, the beginning of the year. I think Elon was tweeting out about it, or maybe it was last fall, last 2019. Um, my wipers are performing perfectly where I'm at um, for the rain. And we get like the crazy rain where it's just like drizzling nonstop or it's like, but it literally looks like buckets of rain. Like someone is throwing buckets <laughs> of rain on your car while you're driving and you can't see. But it's been doing really well with that. The one, the only thing that I don't like but this is this is a personal preference. Is the the heavy semis make deep ruts in the in the roads, and often the water, as I'm, as normal, we would understand, pools into the ruts, and the car right. itself wanted to center itself where the semi itself centers itself in the ruts where there's a lot of water. So just the hydroplaning issue was my, which did warn me before, like right before it happens. Um, um, the hydroplaning mm. is the only issue. I I like to drive 
off the ruts different than most people yeah. up on the up on the lip, but it doesn't center your car at all. So that was the only issue. But my windshield wipers seem to be doing really well. I mean, they they were detecting really well mm. for me. I I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if that's a different issue. I wouldn't think it was for different um, areas like Canada, Europe. The windshield wipers. I don't think there's any kind of different. It's I've seen at least personally. Whenever I come back home and it's like a heavy rainy day or a snowy day, I see a lot more data being sent back because I'm able to yeah. monitor the amount of bandwidth the car's using. Um, yeah. It uploads a lot more, so it is definitely training some sort of neural network. It's way better, like you said, yeah. from the beginning to today. It's way way better, but yeah. it can. It's still got scope for progress. Um, quick question about the hydroplaning: Is it is it preemptive? Like, is it telling you that you have a possible chance of hydroplaning? upcoming within x seconds kind of thing or is does it tell you that oh my god you're hydroplaning like, it's like it's it was preemptive uh, preemptive but i think the the car itself is picking up attraction on the tires better than a human can i think it's feeling it like the the slight i mean the slight minute movements of of i don't know if you call it fishtailing or just the 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 hydroplaning of the back tires or something i mean yeah, yeah. it was picking yeah. it up right before i picked it up and i was right. i mean but it's always on my mind anytime there's heavy rain will i hydroplane like and so i Especially like if it's been like all summer and then a sudden we get a hot, you know, rain, like a slip on the road. But um, mm. okay, it, it's preemptive to me. So, have did you use Smart Summon before the beta? Like, often? did I use what? Did I Smart use Smart Summon? Smart Summon. Yeah, I have used it often. Um, no, I, the Summon itself, I find it's perfect for like cramped cases, like in parking garages, like to pull the car no, I'm just... out. I'm just curious, have you noticed like a big increase of smart summon, like improvements? Um, to be honest with you, I have not really used smart summon since I got the beta FSD and I don't <laughs> know why. It was, it was one of the main questions I had for people when they did get it. And I'm like, why did I do it? Like, like I think because there's so many other things I'm thinking of testing, I just jump in the car and go do it. So yeah, I will. I, I think I'll try that all tomorrow a bunch of times to see how that is. So. Have you hey, but to, any but to get Ed's credit, Smart Summon, I mean, FSD beta is like Smart Summon, but at higher speeds. I mean, oh my gosh, pretty, that's how you feel. My, my friend my friend and I, we were pretty positive we have the most Smart Summon kilometers traveled across <laughs> ah. the world. Yeah, how we have you? to. Um, we've noticed, I, I, want, I don't want to say Smart Summon learns because it definitely doesn't, but I feel like there's something within cars because we've had a bunch of them in parking lots. Where because you can tell the people who use it more often, the car is more confident than the ones who aren't. Hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't know the rhyme or reason. Um, it's really strange, but uh, we used it last week in a parking lot, uh, actually in a park, just to summon the car around in circles. And yeah. there was like a seven-year-old lady running after the car. Oh my God, there's no driver. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we got an a, insane video um, of her and a whole bunch of other people like freaking out, but... Super excited to see the increase or improvements of Smart Summon, right? Because um, is... I do use it all the time. You need to put oh, that man. in your title, in your bio. <laughs> What's that? The, the, the most the most advanced like user of Smart Summon. Uh, <laughs> well, I used to, before, so my last big campaign was the Smart Summon Canada campaign, and I had to retire that, and we moved on to the FSD Beta Canada campaign. So... Uh, Smart Summon is learning Canadian. A. Franklin. No. Oh. <laughs> Smart Summon is a mess. No, honestly, it's it's pretty good. Um, I find the thing is you have to really trust it. So if you let go, it's obviously going to stop. So if it's in the middle of something, it's you're kind of like screwed. Um, just kind of let it do its thing and hold it down. Uh, ideally, yeah. there's no other drivers around. Um, it won't hit people. People, it's fine. Parked objects, it's fine. It's mostly other drivers that you have to worry about because they're unpredictable. Um, yeah. But even them, like, I find most people, as soon as they notice that there's no person in the car, they're like, what? And then they're just, like, kind of let the car do its thing, right? So it's but been like, pretty good. People were taking it to Costco. I mean, let's, let's just FSD beta, FSD aside, Costco is probably one of the most chaotic parking lots I've seen. Like, people are darting nonstop everywhere in their cars, with their shopping carts, walking. So, like, that's a I've used FSD beta at Costco. Yeah, how did it do? I have smart summon, sorry. Have you smart summon yeah, yeah. at Costco? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's fine. It works just fine. But again, okay. you have to park I park strategically so I can use it, right? Because I know um hey, it's gonna be able to navigate this just fine because of how much I've used it, right? Yeah. I mean if you're in a regular car, you obviously I mean I just was at Costco last night. Like I seriously I think parked for five minutes 
for people that were darting on stop in a car that couldn't decide if it wanted to turn. So see the only yeah. downside for us, the minute the temperature, we kind of narrowed it down to six degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. uh, our speed goes from 10 kilometers per hour down to three kilometers per hour hmm. just by temperature. So the minute the temperature drops, it drops drastically. Hmm. So I, I don't know the rhyme or reason, I guess they can't detect ice. Uh, yeah. So it's their way of limiting the speed so it doesn't slide, right? Yeah. Now, snane itself, do you guys call snow and rain snane? Or sleet? <laughs> well, sleet. No. I mean, sludge, sleet. Okay, well, no, no. S well, sleet is when it comes down as, like, ice rain, I guess. Yeah. 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 So. But so yeah, that, that's that definitely. Yeah, definitely try it out. I'm kind of curious to see what you think, uh, if there's any, like, changes or improvements. Yeah. So I guess that leads us to the last question, at least from my side. Uh, basically, can you give us on a, on a scale of zero to hundred, based on your driving experience with the FSD Peta, can you give us a score out of one hundred on what you think um, the likelihood of FSD Peta being able to navigate Canadian icy roads? I'm not talking about mm. normal roads because I know it'll do that like a champ because it is already yeah. doing that like a champ, but and the average road in in Canada is going to be either like a full sheet of ice, mm. non 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 uh, interstate highways kind of thing. The average by road is going to be a sheet of ice where slipping and sliding is so normal. The car needs to you know understand itself spatially and try to draw lines where there's no there's no markers, there's no edges. You the thing just slides off. The ice just slides off the side of the road. So. Right. Do you think, based on its edge detection, based on its object detection, on all those things combined, and all the things we've spoken about, you think it, it's going to, the first beta that Canada gets will be a pretty good one? You think? I, I think the first beta it gets will be a good one. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think. Just your thoughts. I, think, I mean, it's not put, it's not to try to put you on the spot. It's just. No, no, no. I grew up driving in the snow and ice. I understand it and. Shoot, so, just, no. no, no, I'm laughing because of Mark's comment. Oh, 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 oh I, didn't, I didn't see it. Um, most, and the other answer, <laughs> <laughs> most people who have never driven in ice and snow, it is alarming, like, their inability to perceive what's going to be happening next. Like, I've, I've warned people, I'm like, no, you do not pull over in a canyon. When it's snowing like this, you don't do this. Like, you do not ride on a like this, so. FSD beta, I'm sure you guys will be your own little, in Canada, your own little pocket of extra new information they're feeding into the system because right. of all the ice and snow. But Norway, I mean, Norwegians have raved about Teslas and how well they do there. And they have snow and ice quite a lot, too. So we know that they're doing well there. Um, as far as ice, ice itself is just unpredictable. Hitting black ice yeah. is just crazy. So, I mean, oh, yeah. I assume that it... it I, I think with all its eyes and its ability to feel its weight and its adjustment will be a lot better than a human. But they'll attach a flamethrower to the front. That's Aaron's comment. We're getting a lot of these flamethrower-ish suggestions from the group here on the chat. They're pretty epic. And my apologies for all the FSD Canada stuff. Like I brought a lot of trolls to the chat here because of my comments. Troll again. FSD Beta Canada. If you go to Twitter and you type in hashtag FSD, the beta Canada will come up first before FSD beta. Oh, so you've worked the algorithms to make the strongest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I basically came up with this just to summarize the show. All right. Nice. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Yay. How long do you guys think it'll be till you get FSD beta in Canada? Hey, we think it should have come yesterday. Like, I mean, oh. we're hoping it, hopefully, every day. Hopefully yeah. soon. So um, around day eight, because I put out something every day and I try to be funny with it, right? Around yeah. day eight, I said, um, I will donate $1 per day to a charity of someone's choice as oh. long as they tweet out the hashtag FSD Beta Canada, and I'll pick yeah. someone at random. And I've had five people said that they're going to match. Um, so if it, we're up to day 24 today, I got to set out the tweet. So we're up to day 24, so we're going to multiply that out by five. Uh, so like just shy of $100 will go out yeah. to a charity of someone's choice, right? So. Oh, cool. Uh, some people are like, hopefully it doesn't come anytime soon, so a charity can benefit, right? But um, yeah, that's what we're Point. that's what we're doing, just to have, have some fun with it, right? While we wait, uh, yeah. but hopefully the next few weeks, but unlikely. 
Hopefully you do get it. There is a lot of debate, yeah, like like radar in that kind of condition compared to the light. Yeah. No, I hope you do get it because I think it'd be good to see. I just don't know. I don't understand. I mean, the engineers have their ways of organizing it all and how they keep it in the system. So. Yeah. I had a problem with my radar. Like that's funny you mentioned radar. I had a problem a problem with my radar on my Model Y just a couple of weeks back, and I was tweeting rage with like, mm. "What's going on, guys?" Like my Model Three was phenomenal in mm. the snow and ice, and my Model Y just can't even handle the little smattering of snow. I'm like, "What's going on?" And I think there was some news about Tesla trying to change out their their radar supplier and bring mm. a lot of it in house. I think, um, mm. but what happened is the it seems to have fixed itself with the next software update. But that one week where I went between software updates was nightmares because I was driving every day and mm. I could just not use navigate on autopilot. I could yeah. use standard autopilot for a while. Um, yeah. But I guess it's just my, my basic thoughts were I just think that it was not confident enough to change lanes while it yeah. was fine keeping its, its own lane. I mean, the navigate on autopilot part of it was just not confident enough. And so it would just you know, like um, hand back control to, uh, mm. to us. So it's, um, well, personally, I'm tweeting out every day to Elon and Mother Frunker because uh, the roads outside are just white, like completely icy. Uh. Um, so perfect test data. Perfect, like for FSD from Canada. And this is the time. And um, it's only going to get worse. So uh, that's good data for the FSD neural network to, to handle. But I will keep doing that every day. You want to be um, an FSD beta tester. You'll be, you'll be. <laughs> it's in my name. <laughs> it's in, it's in my Twitter handle. It's hashtag FSD beta Canada, right? From like the day we invented that hashtag. It's, it's, it's right there. We all want it. Yeah. I think Noah's gone yeah. one step further and said, I want FSD beta Canada. Yeah. Um, I offered Elon some poutine. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't take me up on it yet. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I think, uh, I think we're out of time. All right. Yeah, that's all. Right. That's all. Got our services for six, six minutes worth of money here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for awesome. having us. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, uh, Kristen. Thanks, Franklin. Uh, I thank you guys for taking the time this afternoon. Um, signing off. And thanks, everyone, who joined the chat um, on Twitter, on YouTube. You can catch the episode after with uh, timestamps on YouTube. All right. Signing out. Thank you, everyone. Cheers. Bye. See ya.